you're listening to Life Lessons with Laura. episode of Life Lessons with Laura. I've got a lot to talk about today. We've got the fact that I need to give you an Ollie update on the agenda. We're also going to be looking at uh, the reason why I've called this episode Wildlife. And I think you're going to find it pretty fascinating talking about the different things that have been going on in my life lately. I have a life update for you guys, but before I tell you the life update, I'll give you your Ollie update so we know what's happening with Bear. If you didn't hear what's happening with Oliver, I believe it is in episode 15. And that is the episode called Sacred Sisterhood. So if you didn't hear that episode, you might want to go back to episode 15 and just take a listen to my update. So I wanted to make sure that Ollie was Lyme disease free. And in doing so, we put him on antibiotics for two weeks to make sure that he wouldn't get Lyme disease, to be proactive about it. And the vet assured me that any bugs or anything that might still be on his skin will die off while on these antibiotics. So he gave me the instructions to put him on antibiotics for two weeks, bring him back in, and we'll do some blood work just to test for Lyme disease. He also, at the same time as the vet visit, vaccinated him against Lyme disease as well. That's awesome. I didn't even know that you could do that. So now I'll probably go back yearly to get him vaccinated. In the past, I've just used citronella collars, and that's worked pretty well. I haven't really had any issue with him getting tick bites, or tick infected tick bites, I should say, I guess. So I went back to the vet's office on Monday, two weeks ago, and he told me that Ollie's tests came back negative. He is Lyme disease-free. Thank freaking goodness. So... I really wanted to start off this episode with a piece of good news because, good lord, I'm going through it again. <laughs> this, this is called Life Lessons with Laura, but it might be Life Adventures with Laura very shortly because I've got some freaking juicy stories to tell you. If it wasn't apparent by the name of this or the title of this podcast being Wildlife... I've been dealing with some shit, guys. Like, I really have. Um, Where do I even begin? After I had finished work one day, I went downstairs to grab something. And coming back up the stairs, I look out the window. And I notice that my outlet, the outlet that I installed to hook my hot tub up to, is showing a red light. So immediately... I'm like, okay, I need to test, make sure that we are getting power to the line. I mean, granted, it's a red light, so that's probably pretty indicative of power. But let me check that there's sufficient power. Let me unplug it, plug it back in, um, check the fuse panel, see if anything's changed. 
and um, take a look and see what I can see. So I go outside and the first thing I do is I feel the top of my hot tub and it's cold. And I'm like, shit, this has been out for a while. So I check the plug. The plug is red. Had to change a fuse, a couple fuses actually. I played with fuses for like an entire evening one night playing little chemist over here. <laughs> and I was able to find the fuse that had in fact blown. I was able to replace said fuse and then I proceeded to order multiple fuses on Amazon just in case that ever happens again. I was able to fix my hot tub and then two days following it was still just 85 degrees and for hot tub goers or hot tub lovers or hot tub owners you know you need a 101 to be cooking in that bad boy so 85 is not going to cut it. That being said, I had to reset the computer panel. I had to fix the setting on the hot tub to make sure that it was on the right one in order to get the heat up properly. And now we wait. So that is number one on my list of things that have been happening that I wish that rather didn't. <laughs> and number two is pretty much the reason why I wanted to create this podcast. So last night I went outside and went to take Ollie in the car. We come outside, he runs outside, and then I hear a clattering at the fence. Now this one portion of fence is chain link. So there's maybe an inch and a half size circles of chain, metal chain. And to my horror, I see a bunny stuck in the chain link. The first thing I do is grab a couple plastic bags, dog poop bags, they're great. Grab a couple plastic bags, I grab my phone, I grab a flashlight, I go out to the fence, I try to push the bunny through and notice it can't get through because its hips are stuck, like its hip bones are too wide. So I'm thinking, how the hell did it get through here? So I started trying to pull it back and it started screaming and crying and I immediately stopped. And when I stopped, I looked down and I noticed that it had a big welt on its little bunny paw and it was bleeding because it had been stuck in this fence for some time and it had been scraping its paw on the ground to try to push itself through the fence but it had been unable to because its hips are too wide. So I panic. <laughs> I want to get this thing out as fast as possible because I love nature, I love wilderness, I would never kill anything. I want to help animals innately I want to help other beings period. I went to see if I had something that could cut the fence or bend the fence in such a way that it could be free so I tried to grab some pliers that I had from a jewelry making kit and it didn't work. I tried these old bolt cutter things I had and it didn't work. So thinking that I could keep trying, I decided to call animal control in the meantime, let them know that this is happening in the instance that they could probably come to me faster than I could get this bunny out. 
So I call animal control and then I go to my neighbors and I'm like, hey, there's a bunny stuck in the fence. Do you have bolt cutters or anything that we can use to cut the fence, pry it open a little bit and let this bunny free? And they said that they would check inside and let me know. So 20 minutes rolls by of me trying to help this bunny out and they finally come out with bolt cutters and we are able to cut open the fence, gently bend it and set the bunny free. My heart when that thing got to go free was like, thank goodness. I felt the panic of this bunny and I was just like, holy crap, this is crazy. Um, And I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So story number three is the story that I'm still kind of, I'm still dealing with today, literally today. Um, I don't know how else to say it, but I've just had a few days that have been really difficult. Like a lot of little things happening, such as waking up at three and four in the morning the last few weeks because I can hear like a scratching in my ceiling So there's a mouse or a rat in my house, I've determined. In checking one of the mouse areas, I did not cap my water bottle properly this morning and I dumped all my water down my pants. Then I went to the gym and I smoked my elbow off one of the machines that was made of pure steel. And then I also went hiking on the weekend and lost my ring. So, (laughs) you know, in short, Lots has been going on, and I've been dealing with a lot. And this mouse in my house, or (laughs) I just like saying mouse in my house, I don't really even know what it is, to be honest with you, but I've decided my action plan is to look up quotes online and see what it would cost to get somebody to come in and safely remove the mouse or rat without harming it. So to bait it out with some food or catch it in a trap or do something without harming it, okay? That's my priority number one. Number two is I've sealed off all of the spots where I think that it could be coming in and now we wait. And I'm going to wait and check the spots every two hours to see if something has moved. If something has moved, then I know it's come out of the house and I'm going to try to seal it up more firmly with weight so that way it can't go back in. The problem I'm seeing is that it's digging holes in my garden to get to this layer of my house. And so I have a creative way that I could solve that problem, but I don't have the tools with me right now. So just for tonight, I'm basically on a mouse hunt watch. Um, So stay tuned for that because that will be really interesting. But I've spent a lot of the day kind of thinking of how how I can get out of the situation, how I can resolve this issue because if it is a mat or a a, a mat or a rouse, if it is a mat or a rouse, if there's a mat in your house, (laughs) a rat in your house. (laughs) Okay, take two. If it is a rat, which I kind of am starting to feel like it is because I did some Googling and I found out that mice will actually squeak and rats will not squeak. They will. They use echolocation to know where they are, but they don't make squeaking, squealing sounds. You'll typically hear them like trying to make a nest. 
So I felt like I could hear it trying to make a nest and I've been woken up for the last week at three to four o'clock in the morning every single night by the same sound. It running through the house and then like scratching at the wall kind of. So I need to deal with this situation ASAP because the more, the, the longer that this goes on, the more damage that it can do behind the walls that I cannot see. Or God forbid, knock on wood. Or God forbid, have like a family or bring them in or have food and bring that in because we're not trying to have any dead animals lurking behind my walls, let alone dead behind my walls. So (laughs) that's what I've been dealing with. And I've been really feeling creative at the same time. Like I wanted to do a little bit of rebranding and I don't know. It feels like I just have so much to do all the time. Does anybody else feel like that? And you just, there's just no time to do it. And like you have a hundred tasks and there just keeps building tasks and you work your butt off for like days and days straight thinking like, okay, I should be good to have like a chill day and then you have a chill day and then more tasks pile up and yes you're feeling overwhelmed just like me i think another attribute to having a difficult time right now is the fact that the world is really difficult to watch not just watching canada and my own country and the things that trudeau is doing which are horrendous, but it's really difficult to watch the world and Gaza and everything happening over there. And it's really heartbreaking and devastating to see people taking sides when it's just decent humanity to know that we shouldn't be killing, massacring people, period. You know, I was listening to a really amazing podcast. The podcast is called Spiritual Shit, so please check it out. It's absolutely amazing. I've been following for years. And Aaliyah Lovely said, attention is currency. That quote hit me so hard. Where your attention goes, energy flows. Can we sit and be patient and do our own research and connect with other people and focus on the things at hand without losing ourselves in them. Another quote that she said in her podcast was, do not let anger supersede love at this time. And basically she said not to take sides, which I totally and completely agree with. So this past weekend, I spent donating. I spent trying to resolve my own issues. (laughs) And I spent it baking bread. Because I wanted to calm my anxiety. Because I was having difficulty coping. And even though things are difficult for me on my own with the challenges that I face... I also feel like I'm in a position where I can still help other people. For me personally, I think it's healthy for us to look outside of ourselves and see how we can help other people as well, even if we're battling something of our own. 
there's still space to give to others sometimes. And if all you can do is quietly witness what is occurring and be mindful of it, then that's all you can do. That's all you have capacity for and that's okay. If you feel like donating is something that is within reach for you, then do that. My neighbor just started his car. I'm very curious if you can hear that because this is a loud-ass car. Um, Sorry for getting sidetracked, but make sure that you don't overfill your own cup. I guess that's what I'm saying. And hell, I'm talking to myself and saying this. I'm recording this podcast right now, and as much as it is a way for me to get out what's on my mind and the things that are happening in my life... It's also a way for me to reflect and talk to you guys like I would talk to a friend about my own issues so I can help solve them, if that makes sense. Even though there's no solving what's happening in another country. There's no solving There's no solving of the thousands and thousands of souls that we've lost. Like this is a mass exodus and the whole world can feel it. It's tough to to write a tough episode in a tough time when everybody seems to be having a tough time, but maybe it's an entertaining story of a mouse hunt that you can just listen to that distracts you from your own problems. I really appreciate your time. I think every minute you spend with me is so valuable. If you can rate this podcast, that's awesome. I think just downloading it or subscribing would be even better. Any action you take to support me is appreciated beyond words. Just know. And with that being said, I hope you have an amazing Thursday, aka Friday Junior, and that you kick some ass tomorrow and try to enjoy the small moments and know that your things to-do list will still be there but that your first priority is to balance you, is self-care for you. Because only then will you be productive in tackling that list, in not feeling overwhelmed, but in feeling like there's a lot for you to do, it's good to be busy, and you can tackle it one step at a time. There's no need to get anxious. There's no need to get overwhelmed. There's just you doing you. And that's enough. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Life Lessons with Laura. Mm -hmm.